There was so many other people and so many behavior in the community what I could learn. And that's helped me to build up my personality because I'm not born perfect. And I can ask officially, can you accept me like a student? And they act in a much better way what I'm thinking of this situation. They was very friendly, they was positive, and they helped me to enjoy that moment, not be nervous. They accept me and I just started enjoying that meeting. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Tokskai Inside Look podcast. Today we're speaking with Gerge Vash from Budapest, Hungary. Gerge has been training for over 16 years, during which time he's contributed as member of the Hungarian Iaido team, as competitor, captain, and most recently the national coach. Gerge holds the rank of Goldan and is the head instructor at the Hirabu Dojo in Budapest, an affiliate of the Ryoshinkan Iaido family in the Ishiro line of Muso Shinden Ryu. In this fascinating and inspiring conversation, Gerge recounts the many trials and tribulations in his Budo life before Iaido and now taking on much greater responsibilities in that community. While his path may be unique, many experienced Budo practitioners that have taken on leadership roles themselves will find resonance in Gerge's story, and I hope that upcoming generations also pay heed to the lessons and experiences for their own growth. So without further ado, here's Gerge Vash. I'm Gergely Vash. In Europe, uh, everybody calls me Gergely, but actually it's Gergely. I came from Hungary, Budapest. It's the capital city of Hungary. And I'm practicing the Ido the last 16 years or 17, actually. So my first impression with martial arts was Judo. I was six years old when my mother finds some dojo and I go there to practice. And that was very nice because our sensei wants to teach us something important, not just techniques. And I like very much my sensei. He was a very nice figure and, and I like his talent and like what he teaching to us. And that time, every young boy wants to find a good presentation of a man, how to act like a real man. And the first time my, my figure was uh, the knights, the European knights. But after I start reading about the temples and I changed my mind. <laughs> and that was so truthfully for me, that was too historical. And what I read on there, it was not the perfect word. And they not just fight because they know they are right. Uh, there was any other to mankind atmosphere. And that's why I want to find something else. And when I was, I think, 16 or 17 years old, I read the Musashi series. And I like that idea, that perfect idea. There is a man who is not a good person, is talented, but not very smart. His behavior is not really good, but find a good teacher or the, the good teacher find him and help him to increase his personality. And that was the first time when I start thinking what I want to do after judo, because I have to stop due to an injury to practicing judo. And after I start so many things, there was uh, in stunt, I was an amateur stunt and I also practiced box and kiwan and uh, everything which was close to a fight. But so you said stunt work, that's like movie stunts? Yes, yes. And yes. then you said boxing 
and thing and key one that's mixed one? martial art oh. mixed martial art techniques so or this is not techniques they're, they're, they're just a federation who organize uh, matches i like that type but my injuries was too often because uh, in stuntman and when i'm riding a lot so i'm a street bmx and that time i broke almost all my bones so if the weather is change or something like that i have a really pain and i want to start something which is which i can do in a long time and not just periodically like uh, the box or the key one because it's too hard for my body i start wondering what i want to do and after I find this Musashi book and after that I start uh, to looking forward about the sword techniques the Japan sword techniques because I want to take a step to consciously control my life and I find some dojos but the atmosphere was not really good and after that I was really lucky because I find Habermeier sensei's dojo who was my sensei for 16 years here in Hungary in Budapest his dojo is the Shimokan Hungary there was three figure first of all Habermeier sensei who was the sensei and there was two wings Patricia and Nemo Habermeier sensei was the sensei who said something and that was a rule Patricia was the hammer who was enough strong to everybody who was lazy or not do something correctly uh, Patricia goes there and and said you have to do that and uh, there was Nemo who was everybody's best father like ever actually he is one of my favorite friend now because his hurt is really really nice and he's like a child every time he saw the positive side of the story every time everything uh, it doesn't matter what happens he can find the positive side and then learn a lot from him and as you can imagine that that set the three people on the head of the dojo that set was brilliant and we was really young very really stupid we we don't know how how to behave ourselves and and we go there and start learning and it's became a passion and that passion i thanks for those dojo and for these three people actually you said we did you start with someone else or yeah you... there there was a big dojo actually and that time we started uh, i think 30 people together yeah and oh of course after the first five years the origin group goes back maybe five people but actually the first 13 people we are two who's practicing continuously in the last 16 years 16 years so it i think it's a good number actually if i check the numbers in in all of europe how many people wants to start actually if you can imagine after the the last samurai movie or now the ghost of tsushima playstation game so many young guy came to our dojos and wants to learn some samurai techniques and be the hero of his own life but after he knows what is the effort and and what we're practicing it's maybe not his time and and they left maybe 
three months, six months, or or after the showdown or something after. And also there it became in, in life changes, maybe a child or uh, change the countries because of work or something like that and have to stop. But two people, certainly after 16 years, I think that's a good number. So after Shimukande, because I said the Habermeyer sensei was my sensei, actually in 2018, end of 2018, I decided I start my own way and I make my own dojo, which is the Hirabu dojo here in Budapest. And why I decided to start it, I think this is a normal next step when you're practicing I just want to try myself what happened if I have to take all the responsibility, not just for my idol, for everybody else and the atmosphere on the dojo and how it's looked like if I make a dojo after a year or something or two year, five year, 10 year, because it's a good reflection from your personality, I think. Iaido actually is, for me, it's a perfect word. In Iaido, I can, I can try everything because there are rules, so many rules. There is an example, it's Habermeyer sensei's example. Do you remember when we was really young, there was the painting books, there was numbers. And when you continue the numbers, you write a picture, maybe a donut head or something like that. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He said, actually, this is the way how to use the Iaido handbook, the Zeyankar, Zen Mandarin book. If you want to make the line, first of all, every point has a straight line, but, and the picture is almost good, but it's not really good because there is no caves or, or shapes or anything like that. But after you tried hundreds of times to continue the points, you can painting a very nice picture and that is the idol in our imagination and that's our the ziankar chakukantes so in this perfect bird in the idol where the main goal is to be a better person it's a little bit a safe house for me which is enough good to hide when the real word is a little bit too much for me so Speaking on that line, you said that taking up Yaido was one of the goals for you was to consciously control your life. And here we are bringing this back to the safe house from the world. Could you talk about where does that come from? Are you naturally someone that gets affected by society and the world and the things that are happening? Is there something about your character? Is there something that you've experienced before that you feel you need something like this to help you? Yes, I think it came from my personality and from my family. I like to do nice things and good things, but the human personality is not just to be good and perfect. Sometimes it's very hard to be good. And like every, everybody else, when I was young, my first and favorite movie was the Star Wars. And I want to be a Jedi. I want to be the good boy. And I want to be the, the guy who helps for everybody, doesn't want to make bad things and fight for the right things. And when you are a teenager and your dreams is contact with the real world and the bad guys wins, end of the story because of the 
court or something like that. That's not easy to uh, to processing in your heart, and that uh, the, and. The, yeah, it's actually, it's very, in my life, it doesn't happen anything very bad. I have a very nice family. There was always just little problems, little stress. And my father and my mother is a very lovely people. I like them very much. But, but sometimes in your work or sometimes in the court or something like that, there is happening some things which the main of the of what what happening is the wheel is not in a good hands i can't tell you better because my english is not the best actually just an example sorry one of my friends told me and i think it's very true the eido is like the movie called groundhog day do you remember that movie with bill murray yes every day just repeats and repeats yes that's the same in eido Exactly that situation as repeating and repeating every time. And why do we do that? Because we want to make once in a lifetime a perfect kata. So the perfect reaction of this situation. Of course, in my life, I can't do that because I have to do on time. It's, it's, I don't have time to thinking the angles or something like that. But if you, if you try to make the best ones and you're thinking a lot of time, how can I improve the situation to be better and better? That helps for you if some things happen because maybe that situation for you is not, you're not thinking over in the first time. Maybe you're thinking a lot of time of the situation and much more easier for handling. So that's why I say EIDO is very helpful me and this is a safe house for me because on there I can improve myself. I can thinking a lot of things and a lot of situation. How can I handle it? And, the, and, this, and this came over to my normal behavior and when I, I'm in a meeting or I, I'm a, in a serious situation, I try to remember it. I try to overthinking uh, what happened on there and uh, try to figure out how to uh, handle it in a more efficient or more kind or more better ways. So next time it came a similar situation, my attitude can be better and better. I can imagine when you're talking about just physical practice, you can say, oh, my kata, I needed to just work on this, fix this. But I can feel you in this sense that you might have done something that you feel you're ashamed of or that you felt like, oh, I can be a little more kind or I could have done something more efficiently. And then if you have this mindset, then you know that it's not the worst thing to happen. Yes, that was me previously. I'm not that person anymore. Today, I can be a better person. Do you have an yeah. example of something like that where you feel like you remember there's something you, f you did that, oh, wait, I could have done that better. And then you had the opportunity to actually fix. Yeah, actually, I'm thinking a lot of this question because what is the most important thing for me? My personality was, I think that was not enough strong. So one of my friends do stupid things and uh, make a joke, you know, the McFly uh, joke from Back to the Future. I want to do it because I want to be the brave guy 
or the tough guy and for do what you really wants to do i think you have to be very brave actually and first of all i start to be brave because of practicing the idol to be myself that was the first point and the second point i have so many really good friends in the idol and so many people who i can look up and these people give me very nice examples how to behavior and how to handle situation and how to find your edges and and cut off this edges to be a nice shave and first of all there was uh, of course the three dojo had habermeier sensei nimo and uh, patricia but after when we start going to seminars i meet victor cook sensei who is habermeier sensei and i think he is a very genius his behavior is like a real english gentleman he always be nice he always very patient and if you just watch how he's moving you can learn how to be a, a very strong and capable man and after of course there were so many other people and so many behavior in the community what i could learn and that's helped me to build up my personality because if i look at a good example i can thinking over where it came from and if i think it's good and this it is like a, a puzzle it's good to my personality i can use it because i think i need to improve my personality every time because i'm not burn perfect that's so great of you to actually consciously think about this because most of the time when we think about okay what was the biggest lesson you learned from someone it's usually something that someone said but in this case you're saying you are actively looking around for examples of things that people are doing or ways people are acting that you can use in your life what are some of the biggest lessons in that sense that you can remember where you watch someone you you mentioned Victor Cook sensei are there other people that you like you saw some way that a person acted and you're like i need to do that and you brought it back to your dojo or your life yeah first of all there was a patient i'm not a very patient guy so i want to do everything fast and do immediately and if i can do i could be very nervous and frustrated why i can do I'm not enough good to do that but after I saw what he doing and after I hear what he said to me it was much more easier to be patient for myself and give time to myself to be to be a better person because it's it's not came from one day to the other do you remember what what did he say to you or to just of the message the theme or Actually the message was was uh, very very easy. He asked us why do you practice iaido the sport techniques? And some guys said because it's a uh, self defense and he said it's not anymore able to use in the streets a sport so it's not a good self defense techniques. If you want to learn self defense what you can use in the streets you have to learn krav maga or something like that. but actually we practicing giaido because we want to be a better person 
And what is the definition of the better person? The person who can live in a community, who can always find out how can be good for this community and how can improve the others or make an example for the others to not hesitate to do good things. And that was the, the main phrase is what he said to us. But actually, it was in the first year when we meet 14 years ago or 15 years ago. But actually, after in this 15 years, when I saw him how to act in situations, that was the proof of concept. He knows what he's talking about and what is going. And that is a fair offer for my effort to be a better person. Wow. You must feel very fortunate so early in your Yado career to have that role model to, to hear from. Do you have an, another person you could name that gave something to you or you saw something from them? Yes. Actually, there was other... I'm not talking... I mentioned Habermas, Sensei, Patricia, and Nemo. But actually, that settings, what I mentioned, the sensei, the hammer, and everybody's father, best father, that settings was very, very nice and helpful. You are there and you are a lazy, young, stupid guy who doesn't know how to handle his life, doesn't know what he wants to be or what he wants to do in his life. It was the best settings because the sensei set the rule. Patricia was who set everybody's to, you have to make that. If you want to do practicing in this dojo, you have to take the rules and there is no exceptions. So you have to take it. And after, maybe that was the, uh, the first five minutes. After the practice, Nemo came to us and do you understand why? these regulations or the rules is very important because we are a community. And he, he gave me an example. And first of all, we heard from the sensei, the essence. Patricia was who said to us, we have to keep ourselves for that very seriously, which as a 18 years old guy is not, not easy to take anything seriously. But Patricia helped us, and I'm very appreciated that. And after Nemo came there and said to us, that's why we need regulations, and that's why we need to follow these regulations. And that circle of something happens, you have to take seriously. And after you have to analyze and understand why is this important or not in your life, that's methodology was very, very helpful in my life. And I think so many people in the dojo's life. One other people who give me a very nice example was Patrick Demig sensei, who came from Belgium. He started visiting us in here in Budapest once a year or twice a year. And I like him very much because his teaching was very, very nice and very acceptable. And I start thinking, I want to bought my, my first Shinken, actually. And uh, he heard my story, I want to buy my Shinken, but I don't have enough money for that. And he immediately write me a message. 
Hello, Gage. I heard you want to buy a Shinken. I have my old Shinken. This is not a good one, but I can give you a special price. Uh, so if you are interested, please tell me. And I write him back, of course, I'm interesting, but I don't know how it's working. It's an honor to take the opportunity to use his old sword, which was a Nushuido Shinken, so it's not a bad one. <laughs> Actually, it's a really nice sword. And some stupid email chain when I want to cancel my order because I don't have enough money and I don't want to set how much money I have because that was, I know that was maybe 10% of a normal sword price. But actually, he was very patient for me and asked back, of course, relax, tell me how, how much you have. And I tell how much I have. And he said, okay, I don't want all your money. Just give me that much, which was ridiculously, it's, it was under a yacht price. And he gave me the sword, send it to me here in Budapest a very nice silk case and the other saya, so second saya. And I start using and after we meet four months later, he asked, do you enjoy the sword? Yes, and say very much. It's a very nice sword and uh, I, I really appreciate it. And that time I give the envelope with the money. And he's asked back to me time to time. And that time I start thinking why he offered me that that incredibly offer. And I figure out because I like to practice in Gyaido. I do with passions. I always, if I can, I always be there seminars. I always be there the normal practice, the, the weekly practice. And I want to be better in my Gyaido. And he look my passion. He look I'm serious. And uh, he want to give me a hand to help to improve myself and achieve my wishes. And one of my best wishes or the most important wishes that time was a Shinken. And the positive feedback is actually a very, very nice feedback. When I thinking what was behind that story, that was very mentioned me. And that was that time I start appreciated much more that act then that's happened. And I want to mention two other guys who's two other sensei who's helped me in the last two years after I start my own dojo and my own Yaido career. I don't, I don't like that word, but actually it is maybe. The first of it was Claudio sensei, Claudio Zanoni sensei, who helped me and introduced me to Andy Watson sensei. Because now I'm Andy Watson Sensei's student and Claudio Sensei was who helped me to introduce me to Andy Watson Sensei and make the first step, which I think the hardest one, uh, to get closer to Andy Watson Sensei and uh, give the, this phenomenal opportunity to learn from him. And the kindness from the two sensei, Claudio sensei and Andy sensei, when I, I was very shy because I don't know how to do that question. I just go there and hello, Andy sensei, I need a sensei. You want to be my sensei? Ah, that's good. Great. <laughs> I didn't know how to act or how to do that. And, and Claudio sensei heard my story because one of my friends, Norbert Botta, has helped me. 
And he said, oh, it's not a problem. Andy Watson Sensei is a good friend of mine. Please write me a Budo CV and I make the first steps for you. And in Athens, in the European Championship, that time was when we make a table in first time with Andy Watson Sensei, Claudio Sensei, after joining to us, Bora Sensei and Momiyama Sensei. And I can ask in an official way, can you accept me like a student? And actually they act in a much better way what I thinking of this situation. They was very friendly. They was very nice. They was positive and make me, because I'm actually a nervous people and they helped me to enjoy that moment, not just inside be very nervous of what happened. They accept me or not. Oh, this is a big point in my life, uh, in my Buddha life. It's a big change, how it's going to happen. I just started enjoying that meeting and, and it was very nice. And after a few months, when we had the green lamps from Victor Cook Sensei, who was the head of my original line, I, I visited him in a very nice weekend in Byfleet, London. And that when he and Harry Sensei told me I'm officially in the Ria Shinkan family. And actually that, that weekend was incredible because they are very nice people. They welcomed me very warmly. And it was much more easier when you're thinking you, you have to be there in the first time. You have to act, you have to mention or picturing your best side of your personality and everything. And actually there was nothing, nothing on that feelings. That was just normally. And the discussions was very normally. And how friendly was they are and the whole group is, it was, yes, in that time when these stories happens, this is the proof for me, Eido, the best place when I can be at the moment and this moment, or I think lots of year more. Yeah, I can imagine how, with that feeling, that kind of joy that you feel of being accepted into that kind of family under such a respectful sensei. How did you, how did you make that choice? Like, what was it that you saw in Andy Watson sensei or his group that? Yeah, actually it's starting from a discussion with Victor Kruk sensei. When I separated from Habermeyer Sensei, after there was a very nice seminar, Ishido Sensei 14th seminar, which was a 14th anniversary, the first visiting of Ishido Sensei in Europe. And that was a very big seminar, so everybody was there. And uh, there was also Victor Cook Sensei, and we talking on there a lot. And uh, he told me, if you don't want to leave the Shinbukan family, it's not necessary to leave it. There is seven or eight people who is, who has, who is Monjins of Ishido Sensei and find some guy and ask to accept you to join uh, in his group. They are very nice people and they are very friendly and I think they know you. So it's not that big deal. And when I ask back who is the best choice for me, because Actually, I never thinking over that side of the story. So, and your opinions give me a big percentage of how to make my decisions. And he started thinking and you are young, you need a young guy. You are with passions and you are not that bad in Eido. So 
yeah, maybe Andy Watson sensei is good for you because he's young, he's very talented, he's very well knowledge because he uh, speaks Japanese perfectly, he has a very good relationships with Ishido sensei, he is a monjin, so he has first hand initiatives from Ishido sensei. So I think he is he could be your sensei. And actually I never ever wants to thinking over again that story. That was enough for me. And after almost a year, and of course, this pandemic situation has very bad situations, but there is some very lucky situations too, because in the COVID situation, we can't practice in our dojos. So Andy Watson Sensei start a Zoom call. So now we can practice together two times a week. And after a very nice practice time, usually we stay on the Zoom call and just talking different stories. Sometimes Budo stories, sometimes something very different, maybe NASA, a new Saturn or anything else. So in, in this last almost a year, it's helped me to prove it was, for me, it was a really good choice and, and it was a very big luck to accepting me. And I think I'm in a good position now and it's good for a lifetime because I'm like to stay in one way. I don't want to change very often. It's not my type. This whole situation was centered around you deciding to start your own dojo. So I want to talk quickly about that. When I think about starting a dojo, I think a person requires two things. One of them is confidence. You need to know in some sense that you can do certain things. And the other one is courage, or as you said, bravery. You need to be able to tackle things that you're afraid of. So I want to cover those two things. What were things that when you were just starting that dojo, what were you confident in yourself and being able to accomplish? And then what were things that you were afraid of, but you're like, okay, I'm going to try it out and I think I can. Oh, that's an interesting question. I think I'm not ready to be a dojo leader, but there is a time when, when you need to start. Actually, when I make my speech in the last Shimukan Budapest dojo's practice under Habermeyer Sensei, I showed up a very nice video, which is a David Attenborough video. And a little bird tried to fly, but he can't because he's too small for that. But jumping out uh, of his nest and falling down. And it is two minutes when you saw that pretty little bird falling and hitting the rocks and falling down. And after that, he's alive. And after that, that feeling, never ever start to fear about the fall. So never ever have to be a, a, a worried about the fall after that feeling. So that time, this little bird is able to start to fly. And I think to make my own dojo, that was the first step. I have to jump out of the nest. And I don't know what happened after that. But I think if my mindset is clear, and if my heart is clear, and I act like my heart, it can be bad. Maybe hard, but not bad. The end of the day, it's, uh, I hope I can able to call myself a dojo leader. But now I'm, I'm just this little bird who's falling down. Actually, there is a other side. I know well the feeling when I'm practicing because I want to be better. 
But in Habermeyer Sensei's dojo, and because of the national, I give the Hunor Sensei, who is the Bucho in here in Hungary. And uh, in here in Hungary, in Buddha life, I thanks a lot for uh, Mihaly Kunor Sensei's because he helped me a lot, a lot. And he is a very nice guy. He gave me the opportunity to be a member of the national team in the European Championships and the other championships. And uh, be a, after maybe five or six years, be a team captain and now the national team coach. And when I start to take responsibility for my team members like a captain, that time I feel maybe that's the next step in the practice. When you need to take the responsibility, not just for yourself, for all the others, and the series of your practicing is came to other level, when not, if I do something wrong, doesn't matter because it's, I lost in the championships or maybe some sensei said, oh, who is this guy? And in worst case, who is this guy's sensei? Because that's the worst question <laughs> ever AI Doka has, has taken. And actually that mindset to take the responsibility if I do something bad or if I not understand something correctly, all the others who's waiting the teaching from me, I give them a bad example and a disappointment. And I think that's the next level. So that's why I want to try myself because I believe development is very important and you have to find the points when you can increase yourself but to increasing something, you need the challenges. And that's the next step challenge for me. So it's been about a year, almost two years now, I guess, since you started your dojo. Could you talk about the dojo? Where are you practicing? What is the general format? Who are the people that really make it an environment that you keep wanting to go back to? Yeah. So my dojo is the Hirabu Dojo. It's a very small dojo. Actually, when I started, I don't know anything about how to organize dojo, how to make the official part of creating a sport federation, because in here in Hungary, we need to do that. How to handle the people who's actually, how to find the people who wants to practice in the Aido and et cetera, et cetera. And Habermeyer sensei was really, really helpful and very fair with me. When I leave the dojo, he asked the other guys, if someone wants to come with me, it's any negativity. So feel free yourself and just came to me with Gergely and we talk over and after there is a free choice. And one guy came with me. His name is Peter Juras. Actually, in these days, he's one of my very good friends and closest friends. And the first practice session of Hirabu Dojo was in my flat. My flat is very small, was that time. So we have to pull over all the furnitures and not every kata we can do because we don't have enough space for maybe so. But we start in there because we, because we believe that's a good and new thing. And after Norbert Botta, I mentioned him a few times he actually against a very good Budo friends. Actually, at that time, almost all of my friends came from Budo. <laughs> but Norbert Bottas has his own dojo 
and he gave me the opportunity to go in a corner in his dojo and take our sessions two times a week. And, but actually it was not a final version of the Hirabu Dojo. We was just quests, very friendly organizers, but I don't want to abuse his friendliest welcome. So I, I looking everywhere in Budapest to find the dojo place, which is enough cheap to pay just two of us. And this is a very hard task. But after it came up, Ogi Sensei's told me he has his own dojo under his house. It's a very nice tiny dojo. Come here and looking. And if you enjoy and if you like that dojo, we can make an offer. It's not the money is everything. And we goes there. It's a brilliant dojo, uh, very clean, very nice with mirrors, with very nice shinze. So everything is in there is very nice. And of course, he offered to us a very nice monthly cost, which was enough cheap to pay just two of us. Because actually it's a hobby because in our lives, the first is the family, second is the work. And third is the hobby. And of course, Iaido and Budo is much more than hobby. But the family is the first, it's not a question. Why work is the second? Because we need money for everything in this world. So that's why we need to earn that money to plan for our hobby <laughs> and our family, of course. So we find the dojo, we start to go there. And after I like to writing posts and articles about Budo and about the weapons, because actually I like very much the Japan sword. I like repairing the sword. So maybe the broken sayas or repainting the saya or tsuba. My next uh, mission is to learn how to wrap a tsuka and etc. But I make my own website because I'm a web designer. So it was not a big deal and make a nice website, make the Facebook site and uh, start posting these articles and someone starts liking my dojo and of course i ask all of my friends to like my dojo websites and facebook signs and there was a event when was the annual repairing of the sword and i make a event about this i talking what is the difference between the iaido and the old war japanese sword what is the japanese sword the smithing technique etc etc and 10 guys came over dojo and listening to me we make a nice cup of tea we make some small cookies and there was a very nice event and after a year one of those guys actually a girl called me there is the moment i want to start practicing iaido and she's very talented her name is juja She's very talented, passionate, and now she is NICU. So over her first official exam. So I'm very proud of this. And after from Facebook has come a 16 years old guy. And he's practicing actually now three weeks ago. So we are not too many, but we build up here ourselves. And I believe if we can organize a nice atmosphere, Someone is find us if it is necessary. <laughs> That's awesome. 
Gregay, you're such an amazing person just listening to you. It's so clear when we first started talking about when you were six years old, you're always looking for that male role model, someone that you can look up to, someone you can follow. And you were not taking responsibility even for yourself. You broke every bone in your body. You mentioned <laughs> can't even take care. And here you are taking ownership for your life, being responsible for other people, making a place that other people can grow. It's such a great experience hearing this growth in you and it really motivates me and hopefully a lot of other people to take the similar type of path and have the courage to to try something new and to be be more than what they were previously. So thank you so much for sharing that. Thank you very much. Thank you. Is there anything else that you want to share within that period of your development that you think was impactful? No, I just want to say sorry for everybody who who listening me for the so many stupid things I said, <laughs> but it's came from my heart. So <laughs> actually that's, that is me. <laughs> we wouldn't want it any other way. Thank you so much for sharing. Thank you for being honest and open and we appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you for the opportunity. Goodbye. Bye. Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed that episode because we have a lot more exciting conversations to share as we explore the world of the traditional Japanese martial arts. The Inside Look podcast is available on most common podcasting platforms and on YouTube. Remember to subscribe to not miss out on new interviews as they are posted. We're always looking for feedback to improve, so please write us a review or drop us a line at podcast.tokushikai.ca or on Facebook and Instagram at tokushikai.canada. Until next time, thanks for listening. 